Welcome back to Hour 2 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Our call-in line, if you're watching us live, is 505-444-5059. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to send us your questions and comments, you can email us at Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. Hey, Becca. Or, I mean, I'm Becca. Stella. Yeah. I'm confused <laughs> Hi, today, Stella. You know? Hi, Becca. Stella. Yeah. Be- Hi, Becca. How are you doing? <laughs> we, Stella. Answer, we answer for each other. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's a, yeah. it's a beautiful day. I'm glad that we're here. It is. It's a beautiful day, even though I'm hopping mad about this nonsense. I'm, I'm, I'm mostly really, really mad about how Americans, how my view of Americans has changed so much over the past few years. What happened to Homo the Free because of the brave? Land of the brave. Yeah, the brave. Now they're all, <clears throat> I hate to mention Land it. of the wimps. Yeah, total wimps. You know, oh, it's like, well, I'm busy doing this or that or whatever. And, you know, it's like, and not only that, but, you know, where are the people just, you know, knocking down our door to say, hey, can I be on your show with you? Because I got some things to say. Yeah. You know, I, I, you guys, if, 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 if one of you guys out there has a lot to say and you want to be on this show, we're here for you. It's like. Email me, call me, whatever, you know, say, hey, I want to be on the show. I got this stuff I want to talk about. This is important. Okay, we'll bring you on. Be like Mike. That's Mike, one of our viewers, and he came. He's, I have a lot to say, and I That's said, right. bring it on. We're probably going to bring Mike on again sometime. He, Mike had a lot to awesome. say. Yeah, I like Thank, Mike. Yeah. I'm sure he's watching. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, Mike, you're awesome. Mm-hmm. You're one of our well, you're one of our regular viewers all the time. Our favorite one. So you know, just a few people that are watching us right now. Of course, we got my mom watching. We got uh, we got my friend Mark watching. We got Mike. There's Mike. Hi, hey, Mike. Mike. Hey. I see you out there. We got Tamara. We got Christopher. Uh, you know, that's just a few of the people that are watching. And it's like, those, hey. Those are the usuals. Yeah, those are the usuals. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a bunch more people watching, too. So mm-hmm. good for you. Call in. 505-444-5059. So this thing caught my attention the other day with this F-35 fighter jet. Okay? And multiple news sources are parroting this, this word. We had a mishap. There was a mishap, so the pilot ejected out of his $100,000 fighter jet and let it crash into the ground. Um, it, it was near an airport. It near was, it near was an over, airport. Near over an the airport. airport. Yeah, like 1,000 feet from the airport. Yeah. Near an airport. And, you know, me being a pilot, and it's like I, I can't, you know, it. if, if, so if I had an ejection system, which I've never had an, an airplane that had an ejection system, and I had a little Cessna 150 at one time for a long time, and I flew that little sucker for about 10 years all over the place. But I'm telling you, um, I, I was not going to, you know, if I had an ejection system, I would not have ejected until the very last moment in which I knew, okay, there's nothing I can do here. And if I stay here a, a minute longer, I'm going to be dead. You could even land on the highway if there was no one coming. You, you could. Yeah. You could. There's lots of options, you know, especially that airplane was right near an airport mm-hmm. and they ejected and crashed because of a mishap. And they're not telling us what the mishap is. It's like, this is the thing that really makes me mad about our government. They took for one airplane, okay, and keep in mind they've built hundreds of these airplanes for one airplane 
Now I'm getting various numbers. I'm I, I'm getting numbers all over the place. One one source is saying it's seventy million dollars. Another source is saying it's eighty million dollars. And then and then a couple other sources are saying it's a hundred million. I don't know. Uh, a million here, a million there. What's it matter? Eventually, you're talking real money, it's right? It's still a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so they you know they just they just blow this off. Now there was one. Uh, I I noticed one congressman, a congress lady, said. This is a hundred million dollar airplane, and it's like what you can't find it. I, I <laughs> let me tell you something. Even on the little plane I had, it had a transponder and an ELT. Okay, now the transponder, and here's the thing too. Now nobody's used this excuse, and if they did, I would probably call them out on it. That plane was really, really close to a major airport. Okay, so. Um, they they were tracking it, okay. There's no way they couldn't have been tracking it, especially if the when you're I I would now I can't say this for certain, but if somebody from the military wants to call in and and correct me on this, I'm I'm all for that. But the transponder, if it's flying in U.S. airspace, would have been on. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that you would not use a transponder if you were in a military operation like in a foreign country or something because, you, after all, it's a stealth plane. You want to be stealthy. Mm-hmm. So you certainly don't want to have a transponder on, and you don't want to have an ELT on if you're flying a combat mission. But the transponder, even if you know, even if the the and and then they've got backups too. They got like, for instance, here in Albuquerque, they've got. If you guys ever go out to the way out and drive out on I forty, way out over the Mesa, way out there, and if you look out, not the not the Doppler radar thing, which is a a small radar system, but if you look out way out over the Mesa, there's a big huge ball out there that you see. That is a long range radar site that the FAA uses. I know I've been to that site. I've 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 been in it. I've worked there a little bit you know um and it it will track a a radar signature even if there is no transponder but to say that this plane even though it's a stealth plane just vanished and they didn't find the plane until like 24 hours later how do you lose a plane near an airport i don't know and well and then they put they're making fun, of course. They have milk cartons. Has anyone seen this plane? Has anybody <laughs> found this plane? Where is this plane? Like a big old mystery. <laughs> some, some little kid goes to school and he's got his chocolate milk and he's looking at it. It's like, oh, what is this? This is a fighter jet. Have you seen this fighter jet? <laughs> like a lost child. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, They'd probably have better luck finding it that way. Really? I worry about our government, don't you? Yes, I do. Well, of course, and you said that you've just opened your eyes recently. I haven't trusted the government since the Vietnam era. Actually, after they murdered JFK, I lost all faith in the government. I trusted no one. You know, I saw what was going on. Even as a child, I said, what are they doing? You know, uh, this doesn't happen. This is not normal, what's happening. And nothing's been normal since. No. Well, and things have really gotten insane over the last few years. Mm-hmm. You know, like the military now is using words like mishap, and they're not telling us whatever. It's like, you know what? I'm telling you what. As a taxpayer, and all of you that are listening that are also taxpayers, that plane belongs to you. You paid for that plane. It did belong to you. It's it, now it, shambles. <laughs> that's right. It's now just a pile of rubble, so we're told. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so a mishap, you know— not a not a, an equipment malfunction. Not a technical problem. Not an engine failure. No. Um, a mishap. A mishap. 
and that could be anybody, anything, I mean, anything. Yeah, yeah. So they're obviously covering something up here. Now I've got, so, so the point I was going to make is, you know, you've got a transponder. It's near an airport. It's being watched on, on, on radar. I'm sure it's a major airport, so I'm sure it has its own radar. So they're tracking it on radar, too, even though it's, it's stealth. It's, it's, you know, if, they're, if they it's, know it's where trackable. to look for it, they're going to yeah. see something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if it looks like a bird or whatever, just my thought. Oh yeah, somebody listed it. Well, not really, Mike. That was that was a that was kind of a that was a joke. But that would have been funny because you know, Mike said somebody listed it on eBay. Somebody posted a funny post about that. Oh, want to buy this slightly used F thirty five fighter jet? And it's like I want one. And and I told somebody, I said, "Can I have one with a dozen a dozen missiles, please?" Yes, I would love to have one. Um, but anyway, so then you got an ELT on the plane too that is in a um, it's. In a very tough, it's kind of like a, a flight recorder kind of a thing. It's in a tough box, so if the plane goes down and it crashes, uh, the ELT is more than likely uh, going to survive, and it's designed to be that way, and it will send off an emergency locator beacon, mm. and that's what it is. So no transponder, no radar signature, no ELT, um, what's, what's and they the couldn't deal? find it for yeah. 24 hours, and it was a mishap. Yeah. Okay, so it's, I got a I got a I got a, an, a crazy idea here. Okay, okay. So you know we've got all these really sophisticated predator drones and things like that uh, that are flying missions and and going out and and hitting targets with with no pilot and it's being flown like a video game by some some kid that probably grew up on video games and probably saying, "Well, this is a lot more fun than that than that flight simulator I was doing." Well. So, my guess is, and, and I don't think I'll ever be able to verify this, I did, I did some searching on it, is that the F-35 and the F-22 both have the ability to be flown remotely. I, I am just, and I talked to a couple people about this, and I said, I, they said, oh, you can almost guarantee it. Well, didn't they say it was on cruise control or whatever you put the plane on? Like, That's yeah. what they said. Yeah. So yeah, was it really cruise control? Could, could it have landed itself? Uh, I think potentially. I mean, heck, they've got they've got uh, systems. Uh, I think they call it a Category Three landing landing system on some commercial airliners. Um, I think Alaska Airlines actually uses a system like this because um, many times in Alaska uh, the weather will get like. Zero zero, which when it's zero zero basically means there there's no visibility vertically or horizontally. I mean, it's like it's totally, you know, it's totally cloud cover all the way to the ground. So it has to be able to land itself because you can't see. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. Well then, uh, so you know, if commercial airliners have a system like that and they've had it for years, mm-hmm. and they can precisely control drones and carry out military missions, it would only make sense to me that. The F-35, which is a fifth-generation, latest and greatest fighter jet, would have a system in it by which it could be controlled remotely. Now, this is where I'm getting with this, on the mishap. What if the plane was hacked? Hacked in what way? What do you mean, hacked? Okay, well, if I was an enemy, if I was an enemy country, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to screw around with the U.S., I would figure out a way to, if the plane can be flown remotely, 
and it accepts incoming commands. Oh, and a hacker! Could I get a would hold of hack it. that system mm-hmm. and take over that plane. And now that's not the first time it's happened, too. Mm-hmm. It happened another time. I think there was an article I read in which it happened in Texas, um, and in which the 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 pilot ejected, and the plane lost control. It it started spinning around, and then it crashed. And so, this is my guess, is that the airplane was hacked by some enemy enemy force, and it was taken over, and it was crashed. So, the pilot knew that he had lost control of it, and mm-hmm. that's why he ejected? Mm-hmm. I mean, that almost makes sense. Because I can tell you as a pilot, I'm not going to give up my airplane without a fight. No. You know, I, <laughs> it's like we're talking about a really expensive thing here, you know, and it's like... Um, I'm not going to give it up without a fight. I'm not going to bail out of that plane until I know absolutely certain that it is – there's no way I'm going to be able to control it. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, as a pilot, when you're getting pilot training, you get training on how to maintain maintain control of your plane under almost any situation where, you you know, you lose, you lose uh, some control, you lose hydraulic, you lose electrical, you, you lose vacuum pressure, all these various different things. You learn how to save the plane and, and get it down because in a, nor- in a normal airplane that normal people have, they don't have an ejection system, and if they don't land the plane safely, then they're going to die. So you're. I'm thinking. Uh, was this? Does this have anything to do with those little balloons that were floating around that the Chinese were spying on us and everything? And Biden said, "Don't take them down yet till whatever." Do you think that has anything to do with it? That they would be able to hack it from what they did, just with the balloons getting information, or what? This May, is a science fiction sort of thing. I, I, I know it used to be science fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. All I can tell you is the mentality. I know a lot of pilots. Um, being a pilot takes a certain skill set, a certain kind of person. Not everybody can fly an airplane. And, you know, pilots tend to ha- be a little bit on the cocky side. Mm-hmm. It's like they think they can do anything. And for them to give up their airplane and eject out of it and crash it is like uh, – looks really bad for you. Well, why It's would, like, what, you can save your $100 million airplane? Yeah, yeah. You know? Why wouldn't they say – well, we're talking about the government again and everything they hide from us. But why wouldn't the pilot say uh, there was – it was hacked. I was out of control and I hadn't – I couldn't control it. And it was either eject or crash, you know, with the plane. Well, he's been told to keep his mouth shut, obviously. Of course, yeah, it's a government you know. again we're talking about. And and we may never find out the truth. But and then there was there was another uh, there was another theory I had too, which based on everything I'm looking at now, I don't think is the case. I was thinking, well, maybe 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 the pilot had a had a heart attack from the jab, and he knew he was going to maybe be incapacitated and not be able to fly the plane, and he punched out of it. But I. You know, it's looking like I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards the hacking theory. Mm. Yeah. It makes more sense. It's the only thing that makes sense Because I me. think they said, he, wasn't he like a 30-year-old or something? Probably. I mean, I think I think all those uh, those pilots in the military are all under, for the most part, under 30. Yeah. You know, you're, you're at your you're, you're physical prime at that point in time. So, so but maybe a heart attack was out of the you know, question. Fly, flying a... Unless, flying he, a unless fly- he had a vaccine. Then, well, they all had vaccines. We know that. Well, then. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so 
you know, these pilots, I mean, they're they're some of the they're some of the healthiest people that are in the best condition. I mean, flying a fighter jet requires an enormous amount of uh, endurance. So was those kids yeah. that all played sports, they were in great shape and they were young and they still had a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my theory on the F-35, what happened to it. I think it was hacked. I think they're going to sweep it under the rug. I think uh, we may never find out what really happened, uh, but that's that's my, my theory. If you guys have another theory, you know, send it in. You know, you can I would love to hear it. Call message. in. Tell us what your theory is. Or if you send got a, a message. One. If you don't <clears> or message us on social media. We're watching. We yeah. want to know. We want to In- know. Inquiring minds. Inquiring minds want, want to know. <laughs> yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> so... I, you know, I, I, this Hunter Biden thing. Ugh. Okay. This thing has, has me really interested. Okay. Now they're using the words that's unconstitutional. Unconstitutional. All of a sudden, all of a sudden they're worried about the constitution. All of a sudden now. they're worried about the constitution. You know, it's like these Democrats that, that for the longest time haven't cared about things like due process or, or, or constitutional, uh, con- constitutionally, pr- you know, protected rights or the first speedy- and second, the amendment. first and second amendment or, or the, even the fifth amendment we don't care about yeah. that anymore either yeah. you know um you know what why why are not these prosecutors doing like what they do to republicans and why aren't they like raiding hunter biden's lawyer's office and confiscating all his confidential documents because they already have the laptop you know because that that con that lawyer client privilege that's that's gone mm-hmm. you know we don't care about that anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> so but but it's funny his his attorneys would mention being unconstitutional. Okay. Hunter admitted that he's a drug addict. He was doing coke and God knows what else. Drops them in the White House. Yeah, yeah. Leaves mm-hmm. his coke, little little dime bags or coke or whatever in, in, in the White House. And, of course, that gets swept under the rug. We can't figure out what happened to that. The most secure place on the, trans, on the planet. We have no idea where that cocaine came from. No idea. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, so... But the thing that gets me about the, them saying it's unconstitutional is uh, they could really, really be shooting themselves in the foot on this thing because these Democrats really want to take away our guns away. Mm-hmm. They want to they want to eliminate the Second Amendment. They don't believe that that for them, if they're going against a Republican, nothing is unconstitutional for crying out loud. Yeah. But the the defense they're they're thinking about using well well so what hunter was a drug addict and he was using drugs and mm-hmm. and all of that stuff it's like you know why should that even matter and you know <laughs> you guys are going to be mad at me for this but you're right why should it matter yeah <laughs> why should it yeah you know, it's like the second the, the second amendment says it just says shall not be infringed mm-hmm. it doesn't say shall not be infringed except you if you're a drug addict mm-hmm. or except have you if you have not got your concealed carry permit or except if you haven't got your proper transfer license to get your gun sent from one place to the other uh you know, except if you decided that you just wanted to make your own gun without a serial number on it. Except, except, except. Mm-hmm. All of that crap. There's no such thing. There is no such thing. Mm-hmm. You're right. They only want to take your guns, but not Hunter's. He's allowed to have his gun. That's right. Don't and matter so, what he does. So, yes, I think Hunter <clears throat> is 
uh, they are violating the Constitution when they're prosecuting hunters saying you can't have a gun if you're a drug addict. How come it only works for him and it doesn't work for the Republicans? Look at Donald Trump. He doesn't even have a gun probably. Well, <laughs> well, well. that's that's why they're putting themselves in a really awkward position here mm-hmm. because I hope they win the case. I really do. Mm-hmm. I hope they win the case because I'm not a hypocrite. Okay. I'm not a hypocrite. I believe that, yes, I believe his constitutional rights are being violated. And just because he's a drug addict doesn't mean he shouldn't be allowed to have a gun. As long as he's not a drug addict, which is committing crimes with a gun, he should be able to have a gun. Wouldn't you agree with me on that, Stella? Well, that's what the Second Amendment says. That's exactly what it says. And like you said, there's no in-betweens like but, but, or else. No, there is no, you know, or, or, or but, or except. Or, there isn't any of that. No, there isn't. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm going to stand firm uh, on, on what I've been saying. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. And I'm going to say, yes, Hunter Biden should be, absol- be absolved from this charge, from this gun charge. And that's only in Washington, though. When you come back to yeah. New Mexico, it's a different thing altogether now. We can't have a gun, even if you're not a criminal, but him being a, well, like you said, not a criminal, just a drug addict is not really a crime. And, and you know, if you think being a drug addict isn't a crime either. No, you it's know? not. So he should have a gun. He, he should have a gun if he wants one. Do you want to represent him? We can make some good money. I would love to do yeah. that. That'd be fun. It, well, yeah, because he... <laughs> We would bring all these points. <laughs> yes. You know, and I, I don't like Hunter Biden. I think he's a creep. I think he's a scumbag. And I think his entire family is a scumbag. Um, but no, I don't think he should go down just because I think he's a scumbag. I think that he is not guilty on any kind of gun charge. That's what my opinion is. Not now, yet. Not yet. You know, unless he commits a crime with that gun. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, um, and they'll figure out a way to get him off. But. But here's the thing. It's like there are some crimes that he should be prosecuted for. Like the tax invasion. And I, and I think the gun thing is a distraction. Mm-hmm. And they're going to drag this, drag this thing out forever. You know, the same, the same guy, Weissman, that, was, that engineered the sweetheart deal for him and tried to get him uh, completely just a pass on everything, is now the one that's prosecuting him for the supposed gun crime. <laughs> so do you see a conflict of interest there? Totally. Do, do you really think that, do you, don't you think that there's probably an ulterior motive going on here? There's always an ulterior motive if it's yeah. a Democrat. Yeah. I think they're focusing on the one thing that in my opinion is not a crime mm-hmm. so that they can maybe run out the clock on the other thing, the 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 tax charges and the and the the trafficking and and the trafficking mm-hmm. and the bribes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, there. Even though I believe a lot of things that are going on are unconstitutional, even under my standards, Hunter Biden has has broken the law in at least a couple of ways. Several ways. Yeah, yeah, but not with a gun charge. Like, not with a gun charge, Well, I no. mean, it is because you're not supposed to lie about it and stuff. But they lie about everything anyway, so that lying is not a big issue. But like you said, he hasn't killed anybody or held anybody up or, or you know, stolen drugs. With a gun. He hasn't done anything, like, illegal or to hurt anybody with the firearm that we know of. So, yeah, he should have it. But he's, he's, he's at best, just guilty of, of producing bad art and getting way too much money for it. So do you think that's what they're doing, is, is letting the rest of it run out? Like, uh, do they have a certain time limit to charge oh, him Oh, yeah, that? they do. I, I, I can tell you that the, even on 
with the IRS, uh, there is a there is a statute of limitations uh, for the IRS, and if uh, whether regardless of how much money you owe them, is it uh, seven years? I think it's seven years, yeah, yeah. if I recall. Mm-hmm. And if that statute of limitations runs out, it goes away. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only with Hunter Biden, we're talking about millions of dollars. Still, seven years. Probably is the law, right? Yeah, huh? that's true. And it's you, true. You might be right. They're probably, that's probably what they're doing. Is that's the, what they're the doing. Some of, uh, from what I understand, some of the uh, some of the charges already have passed the statute of limitations, and they're waiting for the rest of it. Because what happens is, is if they do pursue the the tax stuff and the and the bribery and 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 the all of that stuff, then there will be discovery, and if there's discovery, then it gets back. More time. To the rest of the Bidens. It gets back to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's what they're trying to avoid. So they're going to drag this thing out mm-hmm. a long time. How come they can't do them at the same time, the, the gun charge and the IRS thing and the traffic? Why can't they do it all together? Why do they have to do one at a time? They could, but they're not. But they're, but they're not. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I talk about hypocrisy. And the other day, and I'm not going to mention, I'm not going to mention the no person's names. name. No names. No names. I'm not going to mention the names. Somebody else that does a talk show. Matter of fact, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I want to, I really want to talk about that one a little bit. So maybe I'll wait till the next segment. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. like, yeah, we're like three minutes away from the break. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold off on that particular one. It's going to be a long conversation. It is going to be a conversation which I want to really get into. So maybe I'll give you a little preview of what we're going to talk about, what I got here on my list. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about conservative hypocrisy because there is some of that. We got to be better than them, people. You know, I I I do the best I can on this show every week to speak the truth. Even if the truth hurts, and if I'm wrong about something and you call me out on it, I'll say, oh, well, thank you, because I learned something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of, you know, having the wrong understanding of something, I'd rather I'd rather somebody say, hey, this is how it really is. I'm open-minded yeah. like that, too. I, I am, I, too. I, yeah, I'd rather know. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about... Uh, Russia is recruiting Cubans. Uh, poor Cubans. <laughs> and I want to talk about the uh, the no dress code now in uh, in the Senate. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Who was it joking that said, "Well, if he can come in in shorts and a hoodie, I can come in a bikini." Yeah, yeah that'll be fun. Yeah, right. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> Ugh, I don't know. Um. And we wonder why the whole world is laughing at us. <laughs> we, wonder. we wonder why. Yeah. You know. They show up in, you know, shorts and cutoffs and just oh, just so disrespectful. It is. I mean, you know, I, I, when I was, I remember growing up, it's like I grew up, you know, going to church mm-hmm. with my family. We went to church almost every Sunday and we put on our, our go, to meet, go to meet and clothes. Well, you called it your Sunday finest. Sunday finest. That's mm-hmm. right, because you're going to the house of the Lord and you want to show some respect. Mm-hmm. And 
a lot of things are like that. And it's like in people nowadays, they've just become slobs. They have no respect. No. I remember as a Catholic when I was growing up, we had to have our head covered, a hat or a veil. Yeah. And if you didn't have one, you were running to church, you'd get a bobby pin with a Kleenex and stick it on your head because you covered your head somehow. That's how we get you. <laughs> oh, my That's gosh. Okay, but this is going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> okay, so we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Becca, you're listening to Becca and Stella. Have you been wanting to do a podcast but don't have a studio? We can produce your show here at Freedom Speak. We can even do commercials and PSAs. Your podcast here at Freedom Speak Studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform. All you have to do is show up and talk. We do the rest. For details, email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Our number here is 505-444-5059 if you want to call in and join the conversation. You know, before the break, I was 
kind of almost got started on talking a little bit about conservative hypocrisy. You know, we hate it when when Democrats lie all the time. And you know how to tell when a Democrat is lying, right? His so, lips are moving. Exactly. <laughs> so <clears throat> we need to be better. We need to be able to admit when we're wrong. And so something happened to me the other day. I, I listened to... I listen to a lot of other shows during the week when, you know, and because I like to hear what they're talking about. And it gives me ideas on things that I can talk about on my show, too, sometimes. But sometimes I'm very, very disappointed by uh, things that they do because they're hurting our cause. When you when you repeat a lie and you don't correct yourself, even when you've been corrected well they're still they're still saying stuff like we're a democracy yeah uh, you hear conservative conservatives doing mm-hmm. that too conservative uh, uh commentators and talk radio people are even calling it a democracy and it's not I, you'll know you won't hear me doing that no because it's not because mm-hmm. i know better i've read the constitution multiple times i do a lot of reading i do a lot a, a huge amount of reading for this show every week um, I like to be informed. I'm just kind of a little bit of a kind of an information junkie, actually. <laughs> but I was listening to this one show, and the one thing that liberals like to do, this is this is like in their playbook, is they will change the topic. Okay, so if you call them out on something, then they will change the topic, you know, they'll ch- you know, because they can't answer the question. And like Joe Biden. I think anybody that's paying attention knows that he's a babbling idiot, right? He slurs his words. A he's, stumbling fool. Yeah, he's a stumbling fool. He says things that make no sense at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what he said. He, he Really, he says things like he, that. He has no idea what he said. He has no idea. You're right. <laughs> yeah. he, he has no idea what he's saying. He just rambles on <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> so, so the other day, I uh, heard somebody calling... Joe Biden out on his babbling nonsense that doesn't make any sense. And a liberal called in and was complaining that, um, well, I understand what he's saying. And you have a lot of liberals that, that they'll say that. Oh, well, I understand what I understand what he's saying. Oh, really? You understand what he's saying? Is that the same one that was saying you should be ashamed of yourself for you know making fun of an old senile man? Oh yes, yeah. I've heard that one too. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that one too. And they're sticking up for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's your job. I don't care if you're old or senile or whatever. You have a job to do, and if you're not doing your job the way you're supposed to do it, you need to get the hell out of there, and you need to make room for somebody that can do the job. That's right. That it's simple as that. Mm-hmm. So. So this guy's talking about, well, I understand what he's saying. Oh, you understand what he's saying, really? And it's like, well, let me play a segment of, of something he said. And then explain it to me. And then you can tell me what he said, because I have no idea what he said. Mm-hmm. Well, he played it. Well, I didn't hear it. Can you play it again? Sure. Yeah, we can play it again. Play again. Well, you know, Donald Trump uh, says a lot of stupid things. Now he sounds like a bumbling idiot. It's like, uh, <laughs> no, let's go back to that. It's like, no, I want you to tell me what he said. Mm-hmm. And the problem is a lot of Democrats, they don't they don't pay any attention to the candidates. They go to the voting booth. They have no Just like the people in New York. Mm-hmm. They voted for AOC. They put her in office. They don't know who she is. She well, was a I've bartender. Never, I've never heard of AOC. Mm-hmm. Well, you should. You voted for her. You know, just like that moron Adams. 
what's his name? Eric Adams? Is that his first name? The Eric? mayor? Yeah, yeah, the mayor. Mm-hmm. You know, they got rid of de Blasio. Mm-hmm. De Blasio, you know, was an idiot and, and, and a lefty, and he was destroying the city. He destroyed the city during the scandemic. So what do you do? You vote another idiot in that's maybe idiot light, but, you know, still an idiot, you know? And and you wonder why things are not getting better. Well, when you vote for the lesser of the two evils, you're still voting for the evil. Yeah. There's, yeah. No, there's no denying yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So back to where I was at. So... This person switches up. Finally, you know, they give up on this. Person. Okay, you're an idiot. You're not going to, you're obvious. You, you don't understand what he's saying either. Now you're criticizing President Trump. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you know. You know, unlike those people that supported Barack Obama, okay, they worship the guy. He's like, God, it's, oh my God, it's, 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 it's the, it's the, the, the great Barack. The, the first black person ever. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Mm-hmm. And they, and people, they have pictures of him hanging up in their house and stuff like that. It's really some creepy, creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't have that attitude towards Donald Trump. I voted for Donald Trump both times, proudly. I'll vote for him again. Not because he's a Republican. Not because I think, you know, I just, I think he's just... A wonderful speaker. No, he got results. That's why I'm going to vote for him again. Now, Donald Trump is not infallible. Donald Trump does occasionally say some dumb things. Yes, he does. None of us are perfect. One of the things that he says, and I was listening to the, uh, I think it's, uh, what was it, Conservative Women for America or something like I was listening to their thing. It was uh, like, not, not, today, Friday, but like last Friday, they had a summit and Donald Trump went there. He was like a keynote speaker. Great. You know, I love his, I love listening to him speak, Mm -hmm. even though he says a dumb thing every once in a while. Yeah, I'll I'll give him that, you know. One thing that he says is that he said it then and he said it before. You need a, a ID to buy a loaf of bread. I don't know where he got that from. Now, here, I got a guess, okay? My guess is is that, okay, I think we all can admit that Donald Trump has led a privileged life, mm-hmm. okay? He, he grew up in a rich family. His father was rich, was a rich, uh, what, he was a land developer or something, right, like, like he, he does. And so I doubt if Donald Trump has ever gone to the grocery store and done his own grocery shopping. Number one, he gets mobbed by a, he's got a familiar face. He'll get mobbed everywhere he goes. So I can understand that. So he made understand, but you know maybe he does remember from like forty years ago, maybe thirty years ago, at least thirty, maybe forty years ago, before there were ATMs. You know, like a lot of you that are younger, for you ATMs have existed your entire life. Me, I'm kind of older than that, and it's like I remember before there were ATMs. I remember where there only were there were only cash and credit cards and checks and checks mm-hmm. people used to actually write a lot of checks back then yeah okay people don't write checks at all hardly anymore no. you know so there are a few rare places like small towns and things like that where you can still write a check actually you can write a check i believe at the grocery store i go to up near where i live but if you're going to write a check they're going to ask for an id okay they want to make sure you're not forging a check in somebody else's name mm-hmm. back 40 years or so ago, if you're going to use a credit card, they would ask for an ID. Okay. But so maybe 
maybe that kind of got convoluted for him a little bit, maybe. But he makes he did make that statement. He has said that, and he said it before more than once. Mm-hmm. I don't know why somebody hasn't said, "Hey, Don, you probably shouldn't say that anymore." It just people don't. It's not connecting with people. People don't understand what you're saying. Not for you know? bread. No, not for bread. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you do have to. Show an ID when you go to the DMV. You have to show an ID. When you rent an apartment. When you rent an apartment. Open up a bank account. When you you get a motel room. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Matter of fact, a lot of motels, they won't accept cash anymore because, uh, number one, they... They want to know who you are. Like, if you come in just pay cash, you don't want to show an ID or anything? Eh, no, no. We want to know who you are. And you I know? think they take the, the credit cards in case you damage the room or something. Exactly. They, for, they, they say for, for mm-hmm. incidentals, mm-hmm. okay? Because I, I stay at a lot of hotels because, is you that, know, Is that like a mishap, an incidental? That, that would be a mishap. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure, yes. That'd be a mishap when you, like, accidentally punch a hole in the wall or yeah. destroy steal the, the TV. Steal the TV. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's so funny. Have you, if you've stayed in a hotel lately, Stella, you see they've got a thing hanging up in there where due to the popularity of our items, we have come up with a price list so that you can purchase these items from the front desk. <laughs> so they have a price for like towels and washcloths and, and telephones and, and alarm clocks and televisions and, and all. Yes, you can purchase one from the front desk. You know, yeah. if should you take it, we'll go ahead and charge you. We'll card. just, yeah, yeah, you obviously just forgot to pay for it. We we will just simply charge it <laughs> to your card as an incidental, right? Yeah, yeah. a mishap. Yeah, yeah um, it was a mishap. Yeah. That's right. Okay. So, so circling back to what I was talking about is this host shot this guy, this liberal guy down, okay, which, you know, the liberal guy, you know, he was an idiot, but I mean, still, he said, oh, well, you're a liar, but liar, Donald Trump's never said that, That that's just stupid. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm listening, it's like, yeah, he has said that. Mm-hmm. So I called in, I, I usually don't call into other talk shows, but sometimes I do, you know, mm-hmm. I don't give my real name or whatever, you know, because like, well, I, I'm a host to myself, so I don't do that. But anyway, I called in, I said, and, and, and I told the call screener, I says, I don't want to be on the air, but I just wanted to pass some information on to you. Yes, I, I'm a big Donald Trump supporter, you know. But, I think, but he did say that. But he did say that. I hate to say, I hate to admit this, but yes, he has said that. It's really dumb. I wish he'd stop saying it. And he said it before. And the last time he said it was last Friday. Here's the link. You can see it for yourself. And the, and, and the call screener, yes, I know. I just verified that myself. Yeah. So after the break, mm-hmm. this person comes back on and continues to call that guy a liar. Did not want to admit he was wrong because he's covering, he wanted to cover for Donald Trump no matter what. And I'm sorry, you are ruining your credibility by doing this. Yes, sort of you thing. are. The truth is the truth, you know. The truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, if we want if we want to convert some of these brainwashed Democrats over to to us to make them realize that we can prov- we can give them a better way to go. We have to be better. We have to be truthful. We have to admit when we're wrong. Um, and I'm just saying, I'm calling you out. I'm not going to say your name, but I'm calling you out. Uh, you need to, you know, maybe next time you're on, maybe you're going to say, hey, you know, I was wrong. You need to admit you were wrong. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. A lot of people that do talk radio are a little bit of a narcissist. You know, it goes, it goes, and it goes with the territory. Yes, you think, it does a little bit. I'm uh-huh. not really a narcissist, am I? No, but I am. 
You are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I hadn't noticed. But so, but you know, there are things that I question about Donald Trump. Yes, I'm going to vote for him because I do not see a better alternative at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he says dumb things like that every once in a while, but hey, nobody's perfect. Okay. Maybe he maybe he doesn't know that that's not the case. Maybe he's like looking back, like I said, back when people used to write checks, maybe that's what he, maybe he has done. Maybe he has written checks and he's been asked for an ID. Yeah, you're going to be asked for an ID if you write a check mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, credit cards, a lot more secure than they used to be. They've got, they've got little chips in them and they've got all kinds, of, all kinds of security measures. People don't ask for IDs for credit cards anymore. They used to. Mm-hmm. You know. Some people still do. Do they? Yeah. Hmm. I've been asked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't happened to me, but I remember a time when they always did. But <clears throat> there's the thing with the scamdemic, okay? Donald Trump uh, made Fauci like the top guy, okay? Fauci's got a bad record. Mm-hmm. He had a bad record before then, you know? Fauci's a scumbag. He's always been a scumbag. I wonder what made him trust Fauci. I I don't understand. He even that. has a creepy looking little face. You know, like I he does. Yeah, I would look think twice. Yeah, you know. And Tamara, I agree with you. She said Trump loves this country and the people. He loves God. I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I I think that's the case. And he started to drain the swamp. The only bad thing is the swamp was so deep and so corrupt that he drained it enough for you to see all those creatures in the swamp. Yeah. But if he comes back, he needs to really drain that swamp. Oh, he needs to bust some heads when he comes back in totally. next time. Yeah, I mean, totally. Remember everything that everybody said to yeah. him and did to he him. He needs to remember that. He needs, It's like, oh, I remember you. Mm-hmm. I remember what you did when I was in office last time. You're you're fired. Whether they're Democrat or Republican. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He needs, to, he needs to do a massive house cleaning. Mm-hmm. Bring in a lot of people that aren't politicians. I am sick of career politicians. And I really am. Especially all the old ones like Diane Feinstein or whatever. And now Nancy Pelosi's running again and she's, what, 83 or 80? For. Yeah. Give it up already. What's wrong with these people? Uh, and why do people <clears throat> keep voting for them? You know. So, you know, he had Fauci and the Scarf Queen. You know, what was her name? I can't remember. I call her the Scarf Queen because Rush Limbaugh used to call her that. And so I, I like that name. <laughs> but <clears throat> so had her in there, too. Why were these two people so much more of an authority than everybody else. Why were they? Why did not he bring in a panel of people? What about some of the people that were speaking out? What about their opinions? Like, why are you objecting to this? Why not? You know, when, you know, like Dr. McCullough and all these other people, and 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 uh, Ben Carson, even. Yeah. You know, so. Somebody. Yeah. So why wasn't he bringing these people in mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, tell me why you're opposed to this. I I want to know why." But no, none of that was happening. Now, I don't know why. I I. I'm still questioning that. I'm wondering why. I mean, I, I, I really hate to think that maybe that in some, at least a small way, that Donald Trump's part of the deep state. I, I, I don't think so. Well, I'm trying to put myself in his position also. Uh, you only have so much time to get everything in order. And when everybody's all these uh, you know, different organizations are in front of you and uh, spots you need to fill. It's like probably overwhelming. If I was in that position, I'd probably say, well, it looks like he might be the best. But, you know, these for sure, you know, you you have to figure out who you're going to put in the office. And if you only have a limited amount of time, there's probably not that much time to interview them all personally before you decide that they could, they're the man for the job. 
No, I think you got a point. And not only that, but he was new to politics. Exactly. And so he had to... Um, I can understand that. I mean, I can understand, like, if I got into politics, I, I would... You would have to suck it up, and you'd have to bring at least a small number of people into your orbit. Um, but for me, I would I would watch them closely. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't trust politicians, you know, because I hear them lying about things all the time, you know. And, but, so he had Fauci in there um, and... The scarf lady. The scarf lady. And... Um, his vice president, which turned out to be kind of a dud, you know. They, I, I was listening to somebody talking about this the other day, where where he'll he keeps coming out, you know. Pence keeps coming out and saying, "Well, you know, I couldn't do anything about uh, that when I was uh, on the Senate, and we were voting to to um, what, what's the word they use for the uh, for the votes, uh, confirm them or whatever it was he was doing. He had what was his purpose there then?" Now, if, if, he, if he couldn't do anything, if he's just a rubber stamp, or but did, see, he yeah. wasn't a rubber stamp. Yeah, but and, he's and saying you know, that you could do something because if you're if you have a voice and you stand up, then other people could agree or disagree. But if you do nothing, yeah, you know, he could have said, "Hey, you know, there's uh, a reasonable amount of people out here that are um, that are disputing this. Why don't we Why don't we take a week? Why don't we take a couple of weeks and and send these back? Have them take a look at it." Um, but no, he didn't do that. Do your job, in other words. Do your job. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be. He was supposed to be Trump's uh, right hand man. Mm-hmm. Instead, he was just and he was a failure. Totally. Yeah. And he even comes talking against Trump now. Now that he's running. Yeah. For, yeah. He says a yeah, lot. Yeah. He's a turncoat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't. I can't stand Pence. Rhino. Now. You know. It's like in and and in the recent uh, debate in which he was sh- Pence was shouting down Ramaswamy. Mm-hmm. Ramaswamy was making some good points, and, but he would not let Ramaswamy talk. Well, they, they, they didn't stop him, though, because no. Ramaswamy is pretty slick. He got it in, in there. Oh, he did. I mean, even when they put him down and said, you're nothing, what did they call him? He actually took, yeah. he made fun of them. Yeah. Yeah, Josie, thank you. It was Deborah Burks. <laughs> no, Deborah Burks is a scarf queen. <laughs> oh, Deborah. Yeah. Finally, she remembered her name. Yeah, yeah. Well, remember when Chris Christie was cutting him down and saying, you're nothing, but what did he say? Um, outside of that, he's not even a politician. Yeah, yeah. He, ran, he goes, give me C- a hug. Compared him to Obama. Yeah, give me a hug. Give me a hug. Yeah, right. Stop being so mean. <laughs> so... So, and then, you know, the thing with, okay, I can understand where this scamdemic, uh, which was made to be pretty convincing at first, scared a lot of people. Trump felt like as president, okay, I got to do something about it. I got to do something to, to, for the people, um, to help the people. So he thought of this idea of Operation Warp Speed, which right from the beginning I thought was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't rush through experimental drugs, and it's like if you do, you know, like the thing where he he passed the right to try bill, which I believe Biden got rid of. You know, where people have if they're if they're dying and they and they're terminal and they know they don't have a chance, they have the uh, uh, the ability to be able to try an experimental medication. I am totally okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that if somebody is dying and they, you know, it serves a couple of purposes actually. It could possibly save them. It could save them. Mm-hmm. Okay. It could save them. And not only that, but it gives researchers an opportunity to try out something on a human being mm-hmm. to see if it works. Okay. And if it doesn't work, okay, well, you know, it's not like, 
you know, you were going to die anyway. Yeah. So, okay. They didn't really take your life. You no, know. they didn't. So, so it, it, it has those, those kind of benefits. So I'm, I'm okay with that. But to take an experimental so-called vaccine, which I think we're seeing now was never a vaccine, and it was actually all, the whole scandemic was, I believe, uh, a way to get people to be scared and to have this injected into them. And a lot of people, most people, rolled over and gave into it, which I found to be shocking. It's like, why would you agree to have an experimental drug put into you, which has really no clinical, clinical trials at all? Okay? You didn't ask for even the clinical trials. The doctors weren't even asking about clinical trials. The doctors were not asking questions. A few of them were, but most of them rolled over and they just did what they were told. What happened to the ones that were asking questions, though? Oh, they all got shut down. Immediately. They got their license threatened. Mm -hmm. They got censored. They got, yeah, they got shut down. Yeah, they did. They got, they got, they got charged with a crime. Mm Mm-hmm. So not everybody was thrilling, you know, to put themselves out there. A lot of them did because yeah. they're they're people, you know, they care about people. But yeah. the ones that didn't just said, "Go ahead and inject everybody. Who cares?" So the point I was getting to <clears throat> is that Trump he did that, um, and then shortly after that, he wasn't president anymore. Okay, or at least he wasn't in the White House anymore. You know, mm-hmm. they installed Joe Biden. They they. They cheated on the election. They fraudulently put Joe Biden in there. They coordinated Biden, and now Biden is the is the uh, <clears throat> is the dictator. So, okay, that's fine. But after everything that happened, after all the all the adverse events, all the people that were seriously injured, all the people that have died from this fake vaccine, and Trump is still out there touting how good it was that he came out with Operation Work Speed. And the hypocrisy, like I just talked about with the other talk show person, Mm -hmm. Donald Trump isn't willing to admit is wrong either. You know, does he really not know which, or is he lying? Or is he simply rolling over and and, and, and being a politician? And saying it's all out of control. And not, yeah. Yeah. Why why don't he just, because I can tell you, I believe that every single, and you guys can can comment, I hope you'll comment on social media. I'm watching you right now. I would like to see a vote from all of you guys. If Donald Trump was to come out today and say, you know, I've been looking at the evidence out there, and this so-called vaccine was not really a vaccine. It was a major mistake. I really screwed up. I am sorry, and I'm going to do everything I can to fight against any future people being forced to have this put in their bodies. Would you guys be okay with him saying that? That's what I want to know. Just put your comments, yes or no. You know, I, I want to see that. Um. I personally would have a lot of respect for him doing that. Yeah, to admit that you're wrong. Admit you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The scary thing is, is does he not admit he was wrong? Uh, yeah, okay, so I'm seeing here, Tamara said Trump is wrong on that. And Shauna says, I might actually respect him again if he did that. Yeah, well, some people have lost respect in him. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of people would would say, okay, I you know I I respect that he's got that quality, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
That would that would make him such a politician. <laughs> See that that you know that one thing is actually got me actually questioning that. Wow, you know, I wish somebody else would come along because that, that would that is saying something that is willing to admit that. I mean, um, that's why I like Ramaswamy so much. He's speaking out against this stuff. He's not concerned about the repercussions. Not at all. No. And, you know, Josie says Trump has a huge ego and he will not admit when he is wrong. I, I think that may be true, mm-hmm. unfortunately. You know, and there's a lot of people like there's a lot of people like that in this business of talk radio that have a huge ego and don't want to admit they're wrong. They want to always feel like they've got control all the time and that everybody else is always wrong and they're always right. Um, and I think politicians are a lot, that way a lot, too. I think they're I think you got to be a little bit of a narcissist to be a politician, to to get up and speak in front of people all the time. And and are you trying to say I'd be a good politician because I'm a narcissist? Maybe you want to run. No, not again. I'll never do No <laughs> way. No way. <laughs> that was the hardest thing in the world to get over and everything else. I, I haven't met anybody that had ran for a, a political position that would do it again. Um, they're not brave enough. It's like, no way, forget it. You know, our listener, Michael, he says uh, he was misinformed by Fauci. I, 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 would, I would agree with that. Believe the man was an expert when, in fact, Fauci played a role in the scamdemic. I agree. I See, totally agree. And that, that's what I'm saying about when he had to make decisions about who's going to post in certain positions. It was probably overwhelming. Just, okay, you were there before. Okay, this is it. We'll see how it works out. I think that's the way it worked out for him. Yeah. Because, like you said, he's not a politician. He yeah. didn't know these people personally. Just he knew the swamp creatures because he hung around with them. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, all right. So, we're going to... I think in the next segment, um, I want to I want to hit the how Russia is recruiting Cubans. That's that's an interesting story. I want to talk about the dress code in Congress. By the way, my um, before the last uh, break, my my mom said, "Why don't they just all show up as drag queens?" I you know I wouldn't be a bit surprised if a bunch of these freaky Democrats, a bunch of them did show up as drag queens. I would not put it past them because they love da- drag queens. Mm-hmm. Those Democrats, they love drag queens. Anything disgusting and kinky. You know, so I I think there's something weird going on there. It's like usually you can you can tell by the things that, that people, uh, you know, uh, don't have any problem with that maybe they're involved in it themselves. And I think I think a lot of these uh, these Democrats are a bunch of little freaky little weirdos when they're, uh, I when know, they're I not. Think, I did think I, I read somewhere where one of the Democrat senators went in there uh, kind of in drag with, you know, the makeup and the eyelashes and stuff and, and his suit, but the, he was trying to look like a woman in his facial, facial features. Yeah. So it, it's coming probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Well, God help us. Anyway, don't go anywhere. We will be back after the break. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. And if you want to call us, the number is 505-444-5059. We would love to hear from you. I'm loving all the messaging on social media today. It's like you guys are really engaged. That's awesome. So we'll be back. We'll be back. 